our foster care system is shattered. And this podcast is about how we as a community can come together to bring about change, change in the system and changing the lives of children in foster care. Hi, my name is Rob Shear. I'm the founder of a national charity called Comfort Cases. I'm an advocate for children in foster care. I'm a public speaker. I'm an author of A Forever Family, but most important, I'm a dad to five of the most amazing kids. Welcome to the Fostering Change Podcast. Well, you know what? We are excited for another Tuesday of Fostering Change. You know, I've said this quite often in most of the episodes about how um, life is really can throw you a curveball. You know, when recent I started this nonprofit almost nine years ago at Comfort Cases, you know, we really knew that if we educated our community about a problem that we have, and as you all see my shirt, 700 children entering foster care every single day, that we will make change. You know, one of the things I talk about quite often, and I tell the story about what it felt like as a little boy walking into my very first bathroom when I was in foster care, and I saw a bar of soap laying in a tub. I'll never forget it. I remember the color of the soap. I remember the color of the tile in the bathroom. But what I remember more is how that bar of soap truly changed my mind. It changed my mind in ways I never thought. What were their middle names? What were their favorite colors? You know, I think sometimes that we each and every one of us, we really don't think about what it feels like for a child who enters foster care, a child who comes into a system because of a choice someone else made, and we give them something that someone else has used, a stranger. And you know, when I had someone reach out to me from this amazing company called Soapbox and asked if they could just actually just have a conversation with us. You know, one, I was shocked that they're a local company. Two, I was absolutely amazed with what they are doing within the world. You know, we have a corporate responsibility. For me as a banker, I talk about it quite often. It is our responsibility as corporate leaders to make change within my in our community. And my next guest, David Semnick, is doing that. He is the co-founder and CEO of Soapbox. And by the way, if you have not gone to their website, if you have not heard about them, it is time to educate yourself about them because they are, as I say, part of the change. David, welcome to Fostering Change. Rob, it is such a humbling honor to be here. Uh, and, you know, I, I have a similar story. Um, when we were working with one of our uh, homeless shelter partners down in South Florida, uh, we were doing a, a whole soap drive you know, the director came over to me and said, you know, believe it or not, this is actually one of the most requested items in our shelter because a winter jacket will last a season, whereas a bar of soap will last maybe a day or two in the shower program uh, or body washer or anything else that we have the privilege to donate. And when we were talking with one of their clients, uh, he looked at me and said, you know, you think this is just a bar of soap, but it actually is dignity. And to me, that that had such a profound effect. This was this was early in our company's history, but I, I just I always remember that that you know having the ability to um, get access to hygiene and and not only from a health aspect but just from a, a humane aspect to 
to be able to go into a job interview, to be able to visit with your family, to be able just to walk the street and and feel belonged, but I but more importantly, just normal. To, yes. to, to get to a sense of normalcy is, is just incredibly powerful. So uh, we are incredibly honored to be your guys' partners. Uh, we have something really big coming up uh, that that I know that uh, we have stuck you on a on a truck with us <laughs> going to many cities. Um, so, you know, we are excited. We're going to talk about that. We are actually going to talk about that. But you know what you just said? You said the word dignity. And that is actually part of our mission statement, that we're giving hope and dignity to our youth that are in foster care. And for me, you know, that is so important. You know, I was at a school just recently talking to some students, and I asked each and every one of them how many of them were actually going to be staying in a hotel within the next year. And all the kids raised their hands. And I said, wow, how lucky are you? And I said, now, how many of you think that when you walk into that hotel, that you're going to have the bar of soap from the people before you sitting in the soap dish? And they all looked at me and said, why would they do that? And I say to them, that's exactly what happens to our kids who are in foster care, even our people that are experiencing homelessness, is that they're not giving dignity, something like a bar of soap. You know, how, David, how many bars of soap have you actually handed out um, since you started Soapbox, which is you're going on your 10 year anniversary. Am I right about that? We uh, so so you're right. We are we're more than 10 years old um, and we have we have donated 20. Uh, well, we've, <laughs> we donated 20 million, uh, but we actually um, we reconcile every quarter. Um, so, uh, you know, one of the things that is it's the best part of the job is being able to work with our, our partners and, and be able to distribute. Um, so we, we will catch up to over 22 million uh, in the next couple of days. Um, so we're donating at the pace of around 1.5 to 2 million per quarter. Um, and that to me, that that's the dream. That's, that's exactly where we started this. So a, a little background. Um, I used to, uh, was, I was an intern uh, and then I was a paid intern, which was a big deal for me, uh, back in uh, 2009 for this subcontractor for the United States Agency for International Development. And then they uh, brought me on part-time and I just slowly worked up. Um, but while there, my job was reading through these, you know, 200, 350 page after action reports that the United States Agency for International Development requires its partners to publish after the four-year, eight-year, 10-year implementation project of wherever we're working in the world. And just reading through these reports, you know, report after report after report after report, um, you know, trying to, to find, you know, individuals for next programs that we would bid on, I just kept on finding that anything to do with WASH, which is an acronym in international development speak for water, sanitation, and hygiene, anything in WASH just never really focused on the hygiene aspect. There was a huge concentration back in 2008, 2009 on water. And thanks to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, uh, they were really uh, bringing a lot of attention to the sanitation part. You know, where do you build latrines? Um, where are people defecating in terms of where they're creating their food? Has a huge impact on public health. And I, I just, I was like, where's the soap? And, and I, was, I was inspired by Tom's shoes. I felt like their model could be better. Um, just with how they give one for one. 
so I call up my best friend. Uh, him and I were both, you know, Boy Scouts from the Midwest. Uh, we both were Eagle Scouts together. Uh, and we always talked about creating something that would genuinely make a difference. You know, we, we always talked about, you know, whether it was a non-for-profit or was a for-profit. Uh, so I called Eric up and I said, Eric, we're going to start a soap company. And he was just like, um, I don't know if you know of these companies called Unilever or Procter & Gamble, but they kind of have that cornered. <laughs> and I was like, Eric, you know, but it's going to have this mission and that's why people are going to buy it. And it's going to be wonderful. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go on Amazon. I'm going to Google how to, you know, how to make soap and I'll start making it in my kitchen. And he was like, this is crazy. I'm in. And it was, it was wonderful, you know, like, you know, Eric, me, Dan, uh, and Stephanie were like the original team. Uh, and I kid you not, Rob, I, I started making soap in my college kitchen and my landlord thought I was making meth. <laughs> you know, he like, he was like, he's like, because it, you're making soap, you know, you have, you have lye and you have, you know, uh, vegetable base and all these, you know, big, you know, five, 10, 20 gallon, you know, 20 big uh, gallon plastic bags full of liquid and, you know, these, these gigantic pots and vats. And I lived in a house with six other guys. So like, they all thought I was starting a fight club. So it was, it was, it was hilarious because like, you know, my roommates would come down and be like, I'm in. And I'm like, what, what, why are you taking your shirt off? Like, this is weird. Like, I mean, <laughs> once again, not doing a fight club, not doing a fight club. Like, just like, you know, we're going to go to the farmer's market and sell soap so we can donate it. Um, so the first couple of years, uh, we all kept our full-time jobs. Uh, I went off and, and did Teach for America in Philadelphia. And uh, uh, it, was, it was a wonderful experience. And if I could clone myself, I'd still be in the classroom. Uh, but you know, the, the idea was from the very get-go that we are going to create an economic engine that gives back. And I think it's, it's interesting because we get asked a lot of, did you want to start a personal care company that had a mission as a marketing angle or did you want to solve a problem and then you figured out how to run a business? Um, and I wish it could, I wish I could say it was the former because we would have been a heck of a lot more successful very early on. Uh, but you know, how we got to here, this is a, this is like our fifth packaging design um, is just not giving up. And we, and we just consistently put the mission first and we said, uh, you know, what is it that we can do? Who are the people that we can hire uh, from Unilever and L'Oreal, Nestle and Procter and Gamble, and so on and so forth, that can help us get to where we need to be. Um, and that that really is our story. Uh, so so uh, one last thing, because I mentioned it earlier, is is we do one for one differently. So let's say Rob, you're a soap maker in Northern India. Well, the last thing that you want is me popping out of a shipping container with forty thousand free bars of soap, because it does two really detrimental things. One, it it puts you out of a job for a while. And then two, the whole community looks at this crazy tall white guy and says, oh my gosh, this guy's giving this to me for free. I don't need to buy it from the local market. I just wait till this, this crazy guy shows up. So for us, the way that we, we spin that around and put it on its head is we say, look, we are here to fund our international partners of which we have the privilege to work in 65 countries. And we fund those organizations that have boots on the ground so that they then either pay local soap makers to make virgin soap or we recycle a bunch of soap um, that's, that's being disposed of uh, in hotels, either unused uh, or gently used. If it's gently used, we steam it 
soap self cleans itself if you heat it up far enough. Um, and then we basically repackage it, we remill it. Uh, both the CDC and the World Health Organization have certified that all of our uh, soap recycling partners, uh, that it's actually retail grade, we do not sell it. Um, but that is how we, we, want the, we want the soap to come from local makers, from the local communities. We do not want to ship in product from the United States or, or other Western nations. And then one last thing is uh, there's a caveat when there's disaster relief. So when disaster relief hits, we, we have all hands on deck, uh, shipping containers you know, out the door. Um, it's just, it's, it is, it's our dream coming true that we're able to uh, really back these wash partners, both domestically like yourself, uh, as well as all over the world. That is amazing. That's amazing. And I will tell you, I did not know that. And it's always been something that has been concerning to me with all of these buy one, give one, because you are looking at companies, you know, the mom and pop shop. And by the way, we've all visit them. They have these specialty bars of soap that maybe they made in their kitchen like you did. Um, and I always worry that, you know, wow, you know, how would we put them out of business? You know, um, my friend Bob Dalton, who owns um, Saks Cloth and Ashes, they do the same thing with blankets and they do exactly what you do, where they're not going in and just throwing a bunch of blankets. They're actually supporting the locals to get them to make the blankets and then they, you know, subsidize more blankets for them. So here you are. So you're this college kid, you're, you're making soap in your kitchen you're going to the farmers markets you're selling them your company is growing and growing and by the way success um it's all what we all think about you're successful but in your mind it was constantly about what more could i do for my community and by the way i remind people all the time they hear this quite often your community is not your zip code it's our human race it's our human race. That's our community. And you're trying to constantly think about what more you could do. And then lo and behold, you are getting ready to do something. And I don't, I don't even think big is, is the right word to use. I mean, this is huge. This is huge. Um, you wake up one morning and decide that, you know what, I'm going to do this, you know, and I'm going to let you break the news of what you're doing. But I mean, this is huge huge uh so it's funny when you, when you said wake up one morning because because the reality is you know we woke up one morning six six years ago <laughs> let's do this so um we've we've wanted to do this for years and uh what we're doing you know drum roll, uh, drum roll. Is, we is we are in partnership with you guys, uh, which we're incredibly grateful for, as well as Clean the World. Uh, we are creating the world's largest bottle of soap and we are driving it around to now 15 US cities. Uh, and we are just so incredibly grateful to be able to do something that is, that is funny and is relevant after such a tough year as last year. So the, so the messaging and the reason we're doing this is Masks are going away, but you should still wash your hands. Yes. And there's a lot of people, you know, like the, the amazing population that you get to serve that don't have access to a soap and don't have access to hygiene. So uh, we are at each one of these locations, we are creating hygiene kits with comfort cases. Uh, and, and, and we are just incredibly 
honored to be able to do thousands upon thousands of kits throughout this whole tour. Uh, and then it's going to the organizations that, that you work with in each one of these cities. Uh, but then on the other hand, we're also working with local homeless shelters and food pantries that we already have a relationship with and donating uh, nearly uh, 10,000 bars at each location that we go to. So you are actually um, breaking records. And, and let me tell you, we're going we're gonna to take a little break in a minute. But, but I, so I, I'm going to start naming cities because I'm excited about this. But you giving 10,000 bars of soap to shelters and to food pantries. But at the same time, the amount of hygiene kits that we're going to be doing in these 15 cities cities that are going to social workers. They're going, you know, I was actually on the phone, David, last night. I was so excited. I was on the phone last night with an, with an executive director and an organization in New York City who actually helps young mothers who are homeless. And she is so excited that she's going to be a recipient of these hygiene kits. So how does that make you feel? That there's more work to be done. That's, you know, it's, it, it, and like, it, you know, in people might call you and I do yours, right? Like we're, you know, or, you know, people might say, uh, is, is David real? You know, is Rob sincere? Um, I think just because there's, there's so much negativity in the news today, because that's, that's what sells news. So I, I totally encourage anyone, you know, to kick our tires and and to validate the things that we say. Um, but I think more importantly, it is it's not about us. Yes. You know, it's 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 not you know it's it's not about the reason that Soapbox is doing this, and we are so incredibly honored to be your your partner. Is we want to sell more products so we can donate more, and 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 that's it. You know, like if anyone's just like you know, why are you doing this publicity stunt? I'm like. Why don't food stamps cover hygiene products? Like, you know, it, for me, it's about there is whatever political side you're on, whatever side of the aisle, like it, I think we can all come to consensus that good hygiene and access to hygiene is great public health. And to me, I look at this and say, I think that there is a private, uh, pu private public partnership solution here in, you know, when you're at the grocery store, or when you're at you know, a Walgreens or when you're at a, a Target or, you know, wherever we have the privilege to sell and, and you see one of our products that are next to a Dove or, or any other national competitor, the decision to move your hand a couple inches in either direction and pick one of our products up is not only a natural better product, heavily biased for you, but also that it helps someone else. I agree. And, and to me, like the, the way that I look at it is there's, there's, uh, there's a, truly inspirational uh, friend I have named Daniel Flynn. He said, uh, running his CPG company, is that um, there's two really important rules in making a, a, a product. And that is make phenomenal products. And rule number two is never break number one. <laughs> so, so like from a consumer perspective, it's like you got to deliver on everything that they're looking for within that product. And, and in each of the categories that we have, uh, that we compete in, you know, there's different there's different things that she or he is looking for within the products. But back to the big announcement. The big announcement is that in partnership with Comfort Case, as well as Clean the World, we are going to 15 US cities with the world's biggest bottle of soap. 
And, and it's hilarious. And it's meant to be hilarious. This is supposed to be fun because last year sucked. It sucked. And, and I, it, it was awful, right? We all were cooped inside. We all were washing our hands nonstop. We all were sanitizing everything everywhere. And I think, you know, the, the message that we're trying to say are masks are going away, but please keep washing your hands. Yes. And for, for, there's a lot of people who don't have access to soap. Like this is why you exist. This is why we exist. It's to, it's to provide the, the, the everyday necessities that I think a lot of us take for granted uh, to people who are in hard times and, and to give them dignity and, and to give them access to health and, and, and you know, be able to provide for their family just do something as simple as hygiene products. You know, like that, that to me- Let me tell you, is- there's so many things I wanna cover with you. You know, first of all, I, I want our listeners to, to hear this because I, I don't want you to think that David, you know, just brushed over this. We understand that the level of poverty within our country is so unacceptable. We know that we do not pay a living wage. We know that there are hundreds of thousands of people that rely on food stamps to even put a loaf of bread on their table. And to know that those food stamps, you cannot buy hygiene products, you cannot buy, we have just learned in the last 15 months by cleaning your hands can save your health. You know, by cleaning your hands, it can save your health. And the fact that we're not giving people that open access blows my mind. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I am, again, this this conversation, it's educated me. I hope it educates each and every one of you. And something in the first half that I want to repeat again, when you're standing at that CVS, that Walgreens, that Target, that Walmart, I say this quite often. We have got to support companies that support our community not support their pocket, not sit there and make sure that their bottom line is higher than it was the year before, but how is their community better than it was the year before? And this company, Soapbox, does it, does it. So as you're looking at that shelf and you're debating whether or not you're going to grab one of those other products, it's like I tell you all, when you go to that over price coffee shop, go to Target and buy a pair of pajamas. What I'm asking you to do is when you see that bar of soap, understand that every time you buy that bar of soap, it's going to help comfort cases. It's going to help a homeless shelter. It's going to help a a relief when it comes to a disaster. And we know we've seen some of the worst disasters. So with that, we'll be right back. This episode of Fostering Change is sponsored by Comfort Cases, a national nonprofit that is inspiring our communities to bring dignity and hope to youth in foster care. You know, for just $10 a month, you can support the Comfort Cases mission to eliminate trash bags from the foster care system. For every $10 donated, a Comfort XL duffel bag will be given to a child entering foster care. Please help us be part of the change. Go to comfortcases.org and see how you can help a child entering our foster care system. Well, we're back and we are back to talk about what I really consider 
for at least for my 20, you know, I thought my 2021 was absolutely amazing. I got to take my mask off. Uh, I got to get the needle in my arm and my children did and my husband did and made us. But, you know, when Soapbox came to us and asked if we would partner up with this amazing tour that they're getting ready to do, I will have to say I kind of pinched myself and I'll never forget that call. And David, it really did happen. That call afterwards, I said to everybody, I was like, I was like, is this really happening? Well, let me tell you something, my friends, it is happening. And the reason I know it's happening is I got all my plane tickets and I am ready for this. So David, we're getting ready to kick off with Soapbox. Um, I, I don't know what to call it. What do you, what are we calling it now? Well, so it's the, it's the Soapbox giving tour. Uh, and I am, I am barred from saying certain words uh, for a reason. Uh, but it is record-breaking, uh, and we're creating the world's largest bottle of soap. Uh, and we're, surprisingly, we're actually not getting this thing I cannot say on the biggest bottle. We're actually getting it on the most product that we've ever donated. Wow. Um, so, and, and we're doing that with you guys. And it's, it's a wonderful partnership because if anyone, if anyone deserves access to hygiene, and to have their own hygiene products that is theirs it's the youth yes it, it, it like to, to me it like you guys exist for the same reasons that we exist and we are just incredibly humbled to be here with you oh no we are the ones you picked us you know and david as we talked about in the first half you know i i really do think and i hope i should say that people are taking you know cleaning their hands really serious because I do believe that we got lackadaisical prior to the pandemic when it came to cleaning our hands. I mean, I, I believe that. And I know as parent, I'm a father of five kids and we always did the sing the song as they, but as they got older, I don't know if we pushed that as much. And I think that this is really going to make us understand that if you have clean hands, you know, then we are going to have a clean community and we're, we're not spreading this this you know unbelievable virus that has been you know killing so many people and i and and because of you i thought about that i thought about wow i wonder if the number of people that were homeless um that did not have the ability to have a brand new bar of soap if they were able to clean their hands more could we have slowed that spread within their community um, like we did, for instance, in my community? And so, so you know, that, so we're kicking it off in New York. We're, we're heading to Times Square, I hear. We are, we are absolutely, we are helping create hundreds of hygiene kits um, in, in the, the middle of Times Square. The middle of Times Square. Listen up, everybody. I know how much you all listen to our podcast. Um, I can never thank you enough for making it one of the top 10 podcasts with foster care and adoption and being part of the change. But listen, you can do this as well. We are, um, we're in New York. Um, we're heading to Boston. You know, um, we're going to be in Chicago. We're going to be in Dallas and Austin, Atlanta. We're going to come to DC. By the way, guys, we're even coming to Maryland. And I'm going to be there with my friend David. And we are going to truly show people how if you bring like-minded people together, um, you can make a difference. You can truly make a difference.
and and I think that you know the way that we look at this is if we can use this publicity stunt to generate more awareness about something as essential as the right to hygiene, accessing that, and and how that plays in public health, as you were mentioning before. You know, I've been talking about the importance of hand washing for the past 11 years. Uh, and last year, you know, all of a sudden on, on every news program you tuned into in uh, February, March, and April, everyone was talking about washing your hands. One, I felt vindicated. And then also it became all too apparent that something really awful was happening to, to have this much focus on, on something as basic as hand washing. But, you know, a couple statistics in the communities that we have the privilege to work in around the world. Uh, access to proper wash, so water, sanitation, and hygiene, can bring down diarrhea rates by 50%. And a lot of people don't know this, but diarrhea is actually one of the top five killers of children under the age of five. Something as simple, something as simple as that, is still one of the leading causes of why children die. So, so for us, we look at this as we're on a mission, not only on a domestic level, but we're also on a mission on an international level to build out access to proper hygiene. And then the other crazy thing is acute respiratory illnesses make up, you can see a drop in 33% of those with this rollout of proper. And, and the crazy thing is the list just continues. So we, we had this, we went in uh, coordination with the Rotary Club, uh, Rotary Club International, as well as Clean the World and, and Soapbox and our customers made this possible. People purchasing our products made this possible. We had a uh, 12 months uh, 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 intervention program where we serviced tens of thousands of kids in these two most uh, Eastern provinces of uh, India. And we saw, I'm not making the statistic up, we saw over a 90% increase of school attendance just because we had a proper wash intervention. And it was, it was a longitudinal study where basically you, you go and you do a baseline within the village uh, on day one, and then you go back six months later and you're surveying people and you're saying, you know, what, what has happened? What is different when this happened? And school attendance soared. And it's it like, when you think about these things, right? When you think about something as simple as a bar of soap, you don't realize its power. And if, and if, it, can, if it can reduce death, it can reduce illnesses, it can increase education, and we all know how important education is in terms of basic empowerment, in terms of having a better life, in terms of taking, you know, having better career opportunities and all the things that follow from that. It's just wild. It's just soap, but it's not just soap. And that's, you know, it, you guys get this. I'm, I'm, I'm we're but so no, excited I will tell you, this. you just educated me on so much. And I know you educated <laughs> my listeners and our viewers um, because I didn't know that. I mean, I know how important it is to grab that bar of soap and how many, you know, how long we should be. I never realized that it does, it affects that much. I mean, and, and I did as we were going through this pandemic, but this was prior to the pandemic. I mean, to know that we lose children under the age of five um, because of diarrhea, and that is because of not having, you know, proper hygiene, 
Um, I mean, it, it blows my mind. I know it's like I'm thinking to myself, we just spent how many billions of dollars for aircrafts, um, but we as a, a government body, as you know, people that are supposed to, you know, that, that's crazy. And by the way, you mentioned the Rotary Club. We are huge. I actually, I'm so absolutely humbled. I just received the Paul Harris Award for the International Rotary Club because I have so much love for them. They are huge supporters of comfort cases. And, you know, and to know that once again, here we go, our, our you know, we're crossing paths again. You know, I'm excited about this tour. I'm excited about what I hope for me, I know what you want to get out of it. I know, you know, um, I know that there are lots of lots of listeners, a lot of my friends who, you know, are on the radio and on news stations that are broadcasters, you know, listen about this, because this is a way for you to help us educate the community about how important it is to have a problem, bring our community together and solve the problem. I say it quite often about the trash bag and comfort cases. People say to me all the time, well, why doesn't the government do something? If we waited for the government to do something, nothing gets done. But if you educate your community and you tell them the problem and then you give them the solution, they will come together and they'll solve the problem. And that, that's what we're going to do with these hygiene kits. We're going to, you know, drop these hygiene kits everywhere. And I'm just so, first of all, I'm excited about seeing this bottle. I am excited <laughs> about seeing this bottle. I mean, this is crazy that you're going to pull up in Manhattan, you know, at Times Square um, with the largest bottle of soap. It is, it is six years in the making, Rob. And, uh, and you know, the, I'll say it again. This isn't about you or me. It's about all the people who are able to come out and join us at each one of these 15 cities. And together, we're going to be able to have fun uh, and, and do some good while also just, just getting to know each other. And, and, and I think, especially after as much bad news as there was last year, this is just a, a, a small way of saying, look, when communities come together, they can do amazing things. And I, and I, you know, I, this has been a, you know, 11 years uh, that we've started this and we want to donate millions upon millions upon millions more uh, to those that we have the privilege to serve. And we're so excited to be here doing this with you. Times Square, you're going to see the big bottle of soap. You know, please visit soapbox.com. There is information about the tour, where this bottle is going to, um, where are all the places that you can come out and support your community. Hey, maybe not everybody might be able to pack a hygiene kit, but I will tell you this much. Every single people can come and take a picture with that big bottle. Um, you know, remember this movement because I really do believe that this movement is not the last time that this movement's gonna happen. And I know that after what we've been through in the last 15 months, this is the kind of stuff that we need. This is the kind of stuff. David, as we end this, what are some last things you want our listeners and viewers to know? Well, I, I... I'd say that, you know, anyone who is, is listening to this podcast already knows how the work that you guys do is so important. Um, what I would say is that everyday decisions, including the products you buy, have huge consequences for people you've never met. 
And it might be the local homeless shelter down the street. It might be a community that we have the privilege to work with, with amazing 501c3 partners around the world. And, and those little decisions really add up. So please, if you're listening to this and you're any of the cities, and we're also going to so many more cities that we didn't have the time to mention, please go to soapbox.co, uh, see the list, come on out. It's going to be a blast. There's literally going to be a record-breaking thing that is absolutely hilarious. We have so many other activities for the kids. And if we can, we want you to help. If you can, we want you to help us out create hygiene kits for those who need it most. And I agree with you 100% about that. You know, so many people are like, hey, Rob, when are you coming to the city? Well, listen, go to soapbox.com. You will see the cities that I will be there with David to be able to pack these hygiene kits, to be able to talk to people about how important it is. You know, I, there's a couple of things that I want to end with. Number one, you all are going to be shopping in the next week. Most of you are running out of soap. Got to go buy a new bar of it. Remember, when you pick up that bar of soap, do you want to pick up the bar of soap that lines someone's pocket? Or do you want to pick up the bar of soap that changes our community? And as he, as David said, you know, helping people all over our country, all over our world, we must always remember this. And this is something I hope each and every one of you take away and never forget it. You do not have to know someone. You don't have to know someone to love them, to love them. And something as small as giving a bar of soap to someone who would not have had it, showing some love. And that's what we all should do. All of us be good humans, you know? And don't forget, you don't have to know them to love them. Take care, everybody. Until next time. I would like to thank all of you for listening to the Fostering Change podcast. You can subscribe on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you follow Comfort Cases on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter at Comfort Cases. Check out the Fostering Change blog at comfortcases.org. And I know some of you have a question. And I know some of you would love to be a guest. Please personally reach out to me at fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. That's fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. Then do me a big favor. Please help spread the word. Share this podcast. Share it with your friends and your family. Remember, I say this quite often. We're all part of the same community, and that community, it's not our zip code, but our human race. Let's all make a difference.